0: off the ball it's not okay for him to be fine in a test match like that it's a fulcrum position where everything runs through 9 and 10 you don't get to be fine in, in matches like that where you start subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB sports app now football on off the ball with Sky get more of the sports you love on sports extra with BT Sport and Premier Sports this is news talk you're very welcome back so 33 minutes gone between Wales and the USA it's nil all in that game already today Senegal nil Netherlands 2 and England as we were just discussing before the ad break there 6-2 winners against Iran very happy to bring in Mr Pat Nevin who's over in Qatar good evening thank you very much for joining us
1: Absolute pleasure. Um, it's uh, good to be still on the show. Uh, I didn't actually think we'd get a good reception here, but it sounds good. It sounds okay. And uh, managed to uh, settle in slightly. It was I don't know why I was so tired after the journey. Um, but I think also I was slightly tired because I was at the opening game and, and that would exhaust anyone.
0: Well, indeed. Give us your early impressions of this World Cup on and off the pitch.
1: Um, I love to go to anything and try to be as open-minded as, as I possibly can be that's what I want to be I, we all have our biases and we all have where we're coming from and I had all sorts of caveats to what I thought about the stadiums you know beautiful stadiums but they cost a lot and money and our lives um, but also you know, the regime that we're under just now um, if, if you're working in Qatar uh, so you take all those things into account and then you just say right okay what do the Q- Qataris think what do the people who are working under the Qataris think and then you eventually get past all that and think okay we've got a world cup on that and um, that going to look and it's a bit weird I have to say you know it's quite weird um, it's unbelievably well organised uh, but I would say the rent a crowd that they had in for the Qatari first game was conning nobody mm. from like, a minute in. I mean, really, <laughs> honestly, it was a big. I was five minutes after half time, and I said uh, when I was doing the commentary. Um, I don't think they're coming by. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the fans are coming back. You know, the Qatari team didn't turn up for the first half, and the fans didn't turn up for the second half, and I'm going. I've been here before. This is my third opening World Cup game, right? There's a ceremony, and the vast majority of people aren't football fans. They're there to see the ceremony. They couldn't care less. And nowadays, when you've got the mobile, you just take the picture and see if it's there. Right? So I'm trying not to engage it all, by the first game, but it, it does seem a bit. And, and I use this. I'm trying to use the right word for it. It's a. It's a bit soft. It really is a bit soft. It doesn't feel. Right, it doesn't feel passionate yet. Um, mm. It may well turn into that. Um, the fans are fabulously well behaved. It's very nice so far. All that sort of stuff is 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 absolutely fine. Uh, but I was kind of giving them a wee bit of leeway. But I heard a story tonight, and if this story's true, I'm fuming. I'm I'm, I'm off the scale, and I'm sure I don't know if you talked about it in the show yet. Uh, about the American journalist apparently who wasn't let in because he was wearing a rainbow badge. And if that is the case, and if that turns out to be proven, honestly I've, I, I'd say England, just everybody wear them, just annoy the hell out of FIFA and annoy the hell out of the Qataris, because don't ask for a World Cup when you can't be inclusive to everybody who wants to go and see a game. You you don't get to decide who can come in and who can can and can't come in and see a game of football. You don't get to decide that. If you want to decide that, you don't get the game. You don't get the competition. And it's uh, I, I'm, If that's true, I'm I know I shouldn't be shocked by it because we know what the laws are, but that is unbelievable if that turns out to be true.
0: But we've seen a a foot put down in the last 24 hours by FIFA, really by Qatar and by extension FIFA, on the one love armbands. And we've seen the climb down from the European countries. Harry Kane, Gareth Bale, any number of other European captains and and managers had talked in advance of this tournament about, definitely wearing these armbands and Mm -hmm. really in some respects I think all of us thought these armbands were a touch wishy-washy to begin with and then suddenly FIFA almost imbued them with a sense of gravitas by saying well you definitely can't wear them or there'll be a yellow card and what followed on back of that threat was the joint statement from the federations joint one from all these european countries as national federations we can't put our players in a position where they could face sporting sanctions including bookings so we've asked the captains not to attempt to wear the armbands in fifa world cup games are you disappointed with that decision
1: yes i am and more than disappointed i know the answer the answer is simple all 11 players from both sides walk on their armband excellent send us all off good because uh, the only reason this is happening with FIFA is because they think they're going to lose the money for the television. Right? That's this is what this is. This is the television money. It's always always been about money. This, and we know it's always been about money and corruption, right? So it's all about money. But they they got it. So you you start behaving yourself. The fact that they're not behaving themselves now, they're not doing the right thing now, don't not even coming close to it. Okay then, football answer back. Now football isn't FIFA. That just happens to be about the governing body. Football could be better than that and. I would, be, I would be hoping that if you got, you, you can't carry on a tournament if everybody walks out with an armbander, and you send them all off. You can't carry on. So you win that. You can beat that. Um, I just don't think they've got the gumption to do it. And I'm, I'm saddened by that. Mm. But, um, you know, if that, it, it just looks that way just now. And the change, funnily enough, the, the no beer law at the games, it kind of didn't hit me as much. A, selfishly, I'm not a beer drinker, but I live in Scotland. They don't have beer games. Mm. You can survive that. You know, some cultural things, I get the culture, this is something completely different. This is, you know, you know, it's, it's bizarre to do this. The other thing is, and this is the subtlety of it, they're not banning gay people coming in. They're banning people making a statement, a political statement about it. So that's a different thing, isn't it? That's a very different thing. And you have to kind of slightly pause for thought when you do that. But even so, if they're going to decide what I can and can't do, what if they decide tomorrow? Uh, we're not letting redhead people in.
0: Well, Gianni <laughs> Infantino was once a red redheaded man, as we know. Patton suffered incredible hardship okay. as a result. So I mean, they'll never do that. Doesn't this expose, though, unfortunately for Harry Kane, who always seems like a very decent person, and all the other European countries in their managers and the various captains and the federations—it does expose the extent to which to which uh, this armband protest was not heartily felt. It's not something they're willing to take any consequence for. And I thought a yellow card actually was kind of uh, not a bad deal, you know. I mean, if there were points deductions here to be discussed, then I could see how the federations and the team and the management would be looking around, saying, "Well, do we want to put our, our performance at this tournament in total jeopardy?" But a yellow card. I mean I like it. No, but this is
1: that, no, that, but like, you have the rules. It's not that. It's not that, honestly. The rules are if you're inappropriately dressed, right? And wearing something that is the you know, it's being a political statement or whatever, you will get booking. Yeah. Then you remove it. What if you don't remove it? That's the point, isn't it? So you walk on the the band and the referee gives you a yellow card, you're going to just take it off then?
0: I don't I would, think that's deal. Well I wouldn't think I I would think my penance uh, for wearing this is a yellow card and I'm leaving it on and off we go. I've taken the yellow and and we you think that the match would almost not begin until it was removed no?
1: Yeah. So you so if you're wearing well it to see I'm proud of wearing it. Yeah. And I'm happy to get it and then you a yellow card. You look weak taking it off?
0: You can't, no, you I, but I would have thought the referee says, well, we'll start the game.
1: But you're still inappropriately dressed. You can't start a game with only one boot on. Okay. You have to be dressed correctly for a game of football. Okay. So there, you then get into another position where, where do you go from there? And it escalates, and which, which I would be having. Can, can I take it down a slightly different direction? Yeah, yeah. I like where you're going there. Because I think we're both trying to get to some roughly the same place. Uh, the football can push back. Football's pushed back before. When players started taking the knee that wasn't the associations that decided that it wasn't them mm. that was footballers that decided that and eventually with weight of numbers they did the two whistles and people took the knee and it became accepted for a while now whether you agree or don't agree with that it's neither here nor there they can have an effect Football people and football players over the years have bounced these people into these things. I know I've, I've been part of some of these things. The, the anti-racism stuff that they, they would never, ever allow us to do, which I always did. They are now the, the main proponents of it. I mean, that's, 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 they're the ones that walk in and stop racism and put the stuff inside. The, so they decide everything. No, only when you pressure them. Yeah, That's the only thing that happens, when you pressure them to do the right things. And it's a a time for pressure, it's a time. And by the way, I'll I'll knock on my door on about two minutes
0: here by I know, be careful. Uh, What further, I suppose, exposes the weakness, frankly, of the English Federation and all the other federations was the Iranian players refusing to sing their national anthem. We saw Iranian fans booing their own anthem. There was the extraordinary picture of the Iranian fan, female fan, not singing the anthem, in tears, buckets of tears, applauding her players. This incredibly powerful moment. And it was um, an amazing moment, actually. It could be a definitive one at this World Cup. So again, suddenly not taking a yellow card and and seeing what transpires. It just looks so weak.
1: Exactly. Um, When everyone's been talking about this and, you know, Qataris playing the first game, where it's happening and all the various controversies, and I'm thinking... No, no, Iran's the big one. That's the real one here. That's, that's the one that's that I am most upset and worried about currently. Now, it doesn't mean, you know, the, the people have are gay have had, I know, people are LGBT or are having. The problems in Iran just now that everyone's having, the killings that are happening at the moment are, as of the moment, unbelievable. And they're present um, and they were almost ignored for a while. You know, in not, not certainly Western press and certain parts of the Western press, it is gigantic. It is one of the most important things that's happening in the world of football. And to some degree, the insidious position that the Iranian players have been put in is incredible. Two of the players were, they didn't get into the squad because of, you know, they didn't sing their national anthem last time. And this is the story, you know, and we all know that. Um, but the families are back home. You know, they need to go back home the the state what they're doing just now is extraordinary and that is that's just off the scale bravery that's off the scale incredible stuff Um, and I know it's sophisticated and complicated when you get into the politics of it but uh, I'm so moved by that and I agree it's one of the most incredible moments of the competition so far yeah if it's all been done for the right reasons which I suspect it
0: is yes Carlos Curos really covering himself in glory. If the fans don't want to support the team, they should stay at home, his comments after this extraordinary moment. On the pitch, England, we were just making the point in comparison with 20 years ago where the golden generation would be outplayed by Trinidad and Tobago. England have now mastered the the technical aspects of keeping possession and dominating games, certainly against opposition uh, like this, and... They were very good. I mean, I I don't know how much you can read into 6-2 against Iran, but certainly all of the goals were very, very impressive. This was a good performance?
1: It was, yeah. Um, Again, there is the caveat. It's not just just Iran. It's a a very bad Iran for a multitude of reasons. I mean, even just the Carlos Cuero thing. They were doing brilliantly until they brought him in. (laughs) he's <laughs> doing absolutely magnificently until they brought him in uh, but he's not a big enough name right and they bring him and you think oh come on give us a break so that's a monumental and goal with them for the kick off so they'll take that and take it but I think it is the fact it's, I think it's dead simple and I know a lot of people are talking about it now, and I, I, we had a wee chat about it a few weeks ago England you don't win the World Cup with a back five the way you play you've not got enough creativity up front and you'll get done in the end I don't think you'll do it you'll need to at some points in time go for the back four and allow some of that creative ability I've got on the damn field. I did it today and it it did look exceptional. Now, it may be harder against other teams. It will be harder against other teams. And yes, you did give away two goals. I'm I'm not convinced of the penalty for the same one. Uh, But it did give away two goals. It doesn't matter. Why, not? if you're going to be remembered in history forever you may as well have a right go at it and he's got the quality of players there to go and play with enough attacking players and yes maybe your defence isn't brilliant and Maguire looks is like going to be out as well now but if you believe in your players enough to score enough goals I think, I think they're up there with a chance semi-finals at least and if they got to the semi-finals they'd be applauded for it especially if they played a wee bit more open football and it's the first time I've seen them I've played in teams before where you, I remember putting for Scotland against Germany and Scotland against Netherlands and the manager doesn't let us off the leash until the second half and we're 2-0 down mm. and you go and batter them and you think well why didn't you just let us have a go? All those players will be feeling that they will, they will all be feeling that and uh, I just hope for England's sake now, I'm, I'm no England fan you know, I've I'm, I'm, I'm actually, can I whisper it so nobody's listening, right? <laughs> I got a chance at, Somebody said to me, you got a ticket for the game today. So I've got, I've got five games in a row as, as of tomorrow. And the game yesterday, this is my only day off. And uh, I went, oh, Actually, yeah, I'll probably go. Is, is it for the press? Now? No, no, it's, it's in with England fans. But, <laughs> I'm <don't laughs> not I just couldn't, and and it's not just the fact that a camera make zone and me sitting among the England
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I was told that the atmosphere was actually, actually quite funny. I just thought, even though it's only ten minutes down the road, I'm not going. I'm not having that. <laughs> Standing in the middle. Of that.
0: Uh, Raheem, I Raheem Sterling's goal uh, was. Brilliant. I mean, it was great finishing, and Kane turned provider extraordinaire today. Ironically, and looked very good. But will Phil Foden force himself into this lineup?
1: God, oh, he's my first pick. <laughs> Don't know about everyone else. He's my first pick, and then who? And then you then you pick Harry Kane after, and then you fill in around them, right? And then he doesn't start. I was, I, was, I have to. Say I was gobsmacked by that. Um, but they must have. It must have looked to the opposition and seen that the, the liveliness and the pace that they had on there. But I suppose it's a tournament. It's a long tournament, yeah. and I, I honestly think he picked a team, thinking that it was going to be stuffy and hard, and then he was going to bring on Foden or Grealish at the end when the, the opposition were tiring, and they would you know pick them apart when they were tiring. Um, it never got that far. But I have to say I was staggered that Foden didn't start. But yeah. he didn't. They started brilliantly. Uh, he'll get his chances. I'm sure he'll get his chances. I think he's fabulous.
0: Okay. Uh, Enjoy it out there. Might we'll chat to you in a week or so, and I'm sure you'll settle in and get a better feel for them. We'll get that, a chance, be I'm, I'm Okay. I've got
1: a great story to tell you about who I met before the game yesterday. Remind me to tell you. It's very funny.
0: All right. Okay. <laughs> Teaser. Uh, thanks so much. We appreciate it. All right. Take care. bye Take care. Pat and Evan with us live from uh, Qatar. And I should let you know as well in the Wales-USA game that Tim Weah, son of George, 22-year-old Tim Weah, has scored for the USA against Wales. So it is 1-0 at half time to uh, USA against Wales. We will take a short break on the football show. Dion Fanning is going to join us here in studio. All our football coverage is with thanks to Sky, all the football you love in one place on Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports back in one second